Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings and uh, welcome to The Voice of Healing Radio and also our uh, podcast. Uh, we're here in uh, Dallas, Texas right now with the Reawakening Conference. And, you know, so many things are going on here. So many things are happening. Very interesting conversations. Uh, I've noticed since the San Antonio Conference that there's another shift. Things are changing. Like, I can see it in people. I can see it with with momentum that's being gained within this move. And and people are really starting to, to dot the I's and, and put networks of people together with the same ideas, same same um, uh, uh, networks. And and the networking here is, is incredible. So uh, it, it's amazing that the word is finally starting to get out. But I'm here with a special guest, uh, Julia Flynn. And Julia, I heard... Julia sing the national anthem, and I mean, for those pastors out there, if you need a, a worship leader, this is definitely the girl here. <laughs> but uh, I, I, when I met you, I, I, I remember the first day yesterday, I seen you sitting at the table. I said, you know, I really like to, to interview Julia because you've seen, you've grown up in the Flynn family, and being a, you know, I've always viewed like General Flynn, your dad. I, I viewed, like, it's a very patriotic family from what I understand. Yes. What 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 was it like growing up? So I have always been, uh, as a child, I was a little naive when it came to war and things like that. I just didn't want anyone fighting. I didn't understand the purpose or the reason. So I didn't really have a respect or an understanding for what my uncle did. He is also my ordained godfather. So we have this, like, spiritual connection. Um, And then as I grew older and I left home and everything started happening with the legal battles and the struggles, uh, I was sort of disconnected to it just because I was on my own. I was doing my thing. I was learning about myself and growing up. But uh, something that's very important to me is spiritual knowledge. I've been on a quest for an understanding of God and how my role in creating my reality also works with God and, and what all of that means. So... I have been sort of a, I guess you could say, conspiracy theorist for about um, eight years of Mm -hmm. studying. It's my hobby. And so as I learned about these things over time, I started seeing the connection to my family and to my uncle and to what he does. And I started to understand that it's all sort of one big cohesive picture. And it it developed a a real respect for what he does as a man because he's made so many sacrifices in order to protect his country and protect our freedom. And uh, just the 
the evil that came against him and tried to take him down uh, is the same evil that we're really all fighting against in this time. And it's not really a question of whether or not I can be involved. It's not, it doesn't feel like a choice. And when I had the opportunity to work alongside my family, I took it immediately because there's just nothing else to do. Sure. You know, honestly, I mean, it was like for years, everybody was following what happened to uh, General Flynn and, you know, just seeing the injustices and, and the things that were happening. It was bad in so many ways, but in in some ways it was good because it Mm -hmm. woke people up to, do we really have a democracy? Are are people in position that shouldn't be there that are taking advantage of others? And I know for me, it was a real wake-up call, like so many other Americans, Mm -hmm. to see those things and to, to see what happened to him and just, you know... You could almost feel his pain when you would see him on television. I, and I know so many people that uh, that really were touched by his by your uncle's life. Mm-hmm. Did was it a dramatic thing that that the family went through while he was going through that, or was something you were sort of looking from the outside in and thinking, you know, this just isn't right? It absolutely was a dramatic thing because. All of my family members got involved. I mean, on our team with America's Future, we have five Flynn's on the team because we all know that we can trust each other. And even if we don't all get along super well, which for the most part, we really do. But uh, at the end of the day, we all love each other. But during that time, during the legal battle, it, it definitely was very dramatic because regardless of how strong my uncle is and how strong my family is, it is still extremely hurtful to have people turn on you in such an intense way and it's continuously hurtful because now more than ever he's facing even more you know slander and just outright lies that people make people who used to claim that they were his friends and you know while we will move through it and we'll laugh it off and we'll pray for them it still does hurt it's amazing to me when I look at you know especially like your your uncle was so uh, uh, so uh dramatically portrayed, you know, within the media and so many things. And what bothered me so much about it, because, you know, he's, he's a national hero. He's really a person, like you said, that has done so much for the country. And then to see the country turn on someone, it really is an eye opener for most of us that really don't understand the political side of, of our country. Mm-hmm. And really the evil that's there, because there is evil there. Yeah. And, it, and people are starting to wake up to it. So now your organization, exactly what are you doing now? So America's Future is sort of our entity. Uh, It has been around for quite a few years, around the 1960s, and it's always been an educational program about our constitutional rights as Americans. And we added some more elements of election integrity and pro-American, pro-faith, and pro-family values as well. Mm -hmm. We believe that strong family units are the backbone of our country. And we want to promote that in any way that we can, as well as making sure that children are protected from these mandates and things that are, I believe are child abuse. Sure. And so, so what, what is your main focus as far as what you're trying to achieve through it? 
Well, our main focus is to let people know that they have rights as Americans and Amen. that there are things that they can do to fight back and there's ways that they can get involved to fight back and that we don't just need to bend to this and yeah. and let these things happen. And we also want to make sure that we highlight any people that are fighting the good fight and doing what they can and putting themselves out there. Because that's what people don't realize is the people that are putting themselves out there have everything to lose. Like, yeah. no one is doing this for fun. People are doing this because they're worried about their children, they're worried about their families, they're worried about their jobs and their livelihood, and they're willing to risk everything to fight for what's right. So we want to make sure that we help any people that are trying to do that in any way that we can, and we've had an incredible opportunity to do so. So we're very, very blessed and grateful. You know, you're really hitting on a hot topic with this because so many people in our church, so many people in the churches I work with around the world they're really um, concerned. And, and and even people that I meet on the street, and I hear it all the time, um, I'm afraid what my child's learning. I'm afraid what's going on in the schools. I, I'm afraid of the curriculums that are being pushed. And my response is, you need to get involved. You need to get on the school board. You need to be part of that. But obviously what you're doing would have to, that would be a major vein in... in, in and what you guys are doing also, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, and I do encourage all parents to get involved. Find out what books are in your children's classroom. Find out what their teachers are saying. Sit in in your classrooms. You have every right to do that. Sure. And, and what would you say to a, an, a parent that's out there that's saying, I don't want my kids learning about this topic, or I don't want my kids learning about that. How, how would you uh, coach them how to get through it? Mm, well... I would say that you, you absolutely have to do everything that you can for your children because especially children's children, I actually have a lot of experience with children. Before I was working for America's Future, I taught preschool and I nannied for many years. So, and I, I quit my preschool teaching job because I couldn't teach children uh, social distancing and things like that. So I would say, especially if you have a small child um, from age zero to five, this is a very formative time for children. They're learning how they're going to navigate their adult lives. And a lot of the times children during this age and even older, these memories are imprinted on them and it will affect every decision that they make as, as an adult unless they go out of their way to change those beliefs that they have. So I would say you, you have to do absolutely everything that you can to protect your children at all costs. And if you don't believe in something that's being taught in the children's school and there's not something you can do to change it, pull them out of school and homeschool them. Amen. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. And that's, uh, there's a lot of parents that are doing that a lot more than we realize. Part of what we're getting ready to do here is also that we're also getting into the whole uh, working with other organizations that are, that are uh, key and, and what's going on within the trafficking community, pulling people out of that. Our ministry is a, it's, it's a healing ministry. We see people healed of PTSD, a lot of different things. And so I know from the Lord's mandated me uh, in that area. So now you said something interesting at the beginning of this uh, conversation. You were saying that you have been searching for spirituality. 
Can you tell us what that means? I can. And uh, so as of now to this day and within the last, I'd say, about two years, I have found the Lord. Amen. Uh, I've developed a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I accept Him as my Savior, and I understand what He did and why He did what He did and the impact of what He did, of why He did what He did and how important that is. And it's not necessarily even about religion because He came here and He defeated death. He defeated Satan and, and demons cower in His presence. And it doesn't matter what your religious background is. It doesn't matter if you call yourself a Christian. If you call upon the name of Jesus, He will protect you. Amen. And um, throughout this time, I sort of, uh, over the last eight years, I, I just, I, would, I was always seeking, seeking information through meditation, through different sorts of practices, but not just going straight to the Lord. And uh, I got so mixed up. You know, and sure. then finally it got to a point where I just fully surrendered to the Lord. Amen. And he, he revealed himself to me. It was as if like a blanket fell over me of just love and comfort. And I have never been able to shake Amen. that to this day. And it's the most beautiful part of my life. Amen. You know, it's amazing. Uh, I tell people all the time, you don't want to be religious. You want to have a relationship with the Lord. And so many people, you know, it's an interesting Jesus uses a very interesting word called hypocrite. Mm -hmm. And actually, the word is a very simple word. It means an actor. And so there's people that are acting in religion. And we've, I, I find this so many times. Like, we see people come off the streets, hooked on, on meth, hooked on crack, homeless, young guys, young women. And they come in, and because they've tried this other Jesus that the world has put out there, this religious Jesus... They sort of give up on him, thinking mm -hmm. that Jesus is the same Jesus that came 2,000 years ago. Paul said, if anybody preaches another Jesus to you than the one I preach, you know, let him be cursed and damned to hell. Meaning there was only really one Jesus, one Yeshua that was, was being revealed. And so when we see people come in and get set free and get transformed within days, they're like, why didn't this happen to me before? I said, well, there's other Jesuses out there. And so many times I've watched people such as yourself that were hungry. And, and it was like, Lord, I just want to know that actually happened to me. It was like, Lord, I, even though I grew up in the church, I said, Lord, I got to know you. I have to, I have to have that relationship with you. And the Lord changed that. He, he transformed my life in an incredible way to the point where, you know, he, when I first heard the Lord speak to me, it was like I wanted everybody to hear the Lord. I wanted him to speak to everybody personally because I said, man, Lord, Dad, if you just talk to everybody, everybody will be born again. So everybody will get saved. So amen. It's a very precious testimony you have. You need to, to share that testimony because it, it people don't realize that we can have that personal Absolutely. relationship. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too, about Jesus. I think that people forget with the... Mm -hmm religious Jesus versus Jesus as he is. Jesus was fully man. Amen. Jesus experienced the sorrow that we feel. He experienced the loneliness that we feel, but amplified beyond anything that we could imagine. So there's no sorrow that you could bring to him that he wouldn't understand. Amen. He understands all spectrum of, of human emotion. Amen. He took on everything so that basically we would have the ability to be set free from whatever it is. With him, all things are possible. Okay. Tell you a great testimony that I really haven't shared online yet. Uh, we had a, a lady, a couple in our church, that their child was born dead. 
the child was dead for over 15 minutes. And so normally within a few minutes, the, the doctors won't even work on it because of, uh, you know, uh, the brain damage that happens with the lack of oxygen. So literally uh, the doctors were done and the, and the dad called us. We prayed for that child. The child came back to life. It's perfectly healthy, perfectly normal. And you know whose favorite program it likes to watch? Not Barney, not in any of the cartoons. He loves to watch this program. She just That's she so will sweet. she will turn no matter which way you turn her. She got to watch the wow. the, the uh, screen. So uh, and every time she sees me, she like you know wants to hold my hand. So she I think she knows who I am. Uh, beautiful, beautiful testimony. Julia, we want to thank you for coming on. I mean, it's it's been a pleasure having you. Time goes by so quick when we're interviewing people. And, but we're going to invite you anytime you have an open invitation to come. We get the studios up and going and here in Houston. I don't know where you live at, but if you're ever in the area, you come on down and say hi to us. i got to ask you one more question, though. Sure. What do you see happening in the reawakening uh, conferences? What Because I know you've been through a lot of these are you seeing a change? Are you seeing things happening while, since the first time you came? Hmm, great question. Okay. Well, I've definitely learned a lot and grown a lot through these experiences. Uh, what I see, unfortunately, with this vaccine that's going around, mm. um, I think that our nation is going to be and is currently going to be grieving quite a bit yeah. from the losses Uh so mm. I hope that this grief will allow people to wake up mm. and not allow these people to continue to do what they're doing. Yeah. I, I do see people sort of starting to have a more balanced view of what's going on instead of looking to one particular person as a savior, yeah. understanding that they have a responsibility to do Amen. what they can instead of just sort of putting everything on another person. Amen. I see people getting more balanced in that way. And I see uh, a lot more coming out about trafficking. People really just being like, we have to do something about this. People waking regardless up. Regardless of, of how scary and how you know dangerous it is. So I definitely see that coming more to a head. We have a girl come into our ministry. She actually wasn't even a Christian. Came and give her heart to uh, the Lord. She was friends with another girl in our church who is a respiratory therapist. She was an ER nurse. And basically, she wanted to talk to me, and, and you know, I really didn't know why, but find, found out that she was grieving because the majority of people that were in the operating room at one of the largest hospitals in Southern California, uh, she said over 90% of them are dying from the vaccination. And I think that's what you're saying. I think it's time to be said. I think that people need to wake up to what's happening because uh, I think people need to be held accountable for this whether it's in courts here in the United States or it's in courts, you know, the world courts. It, people need to be held uh, accountable. It's Julia, Julia Flynn, we're here with. We want to thank you again, sister. Thank and you so and much. I'm so glad to hear about Jesus in your life. That's, a, that's my most favorite topic out of all topics. Yeah. So we just want to bless all of you out there, the voice of healing. And we want to thank you for tuning in and if you need to contact us or you need to contact uh, Julia Flynn and her organization, please, you know, get on our website, voh.church. Uh, give us a call at our numbers. Uh, get a hold of us on our website and we'll get that information to her. We just want to thank you for listening and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. God bless you. 
If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.